0: Testament today comes from the book of Jeremiah. And Jeremiah is often called the boy prophet because he is only a child, possibly a teenager, when God calls him to prophesy. And because of Jeremiah's youth, his prophetic career spans some 40, 50 years in which he witnesses the complete and total destruction of his society. This destruction meant that every single day that Jeremiah lived felt like an emergency. He watched as political tensions escalated into conflict. He watched as one army after another conquered his homeland. He saw the land itself drying up around him, what he called the shattered earth, crying out in anguish. Jeremiah watched as children went hungry. Every day brought fresh violence. There was no sense of stability. And so I wonder if Jeremiah's time sounds at all familiar to you, a time like ours when Hurricanes and tropical storms pummel the land with horrific force. When a teenager Greta Thunberg leads thousands in a global climate strike, and the youth seem so much more willing to speak about climate change than so many leaders. When there have been more mass shootings than days past in this year alone. When nuclear tensions are rising abroad, when thousands of people are kept waiting at the U.S.-Mexico border. And here is the bitterest part to swallow. God tells Jeremiah why these terrible things are happening, and it is because of the people's lack of faith in God. And the people showed this lack of faith, not by refusing to go to temple, not by refusing to learn God's teachings, no, the people continued to do these things. The people were faithless by forsaking the most vulnerable in society. The people were faithless by neglecting children orphaned and women widowed. The people were faithless by flaunting their purported faithfulness. Just before our reading picks up today, Jeremiah has prophesied that God is so furious with the people of Judah that God is going to allow yet another army to ransack the city. And the people listening respond by saying, is the Lord not in Zion? When I first read this line, is the Lord not in Zion, I thought these were words of lament from Jeremiah. A plea to see God in a land he thinks God has abandoned. But Hebrew Bible scholars agree this is actually the elites of his society quoting a psalm as if to say to Jeremiah with great sarcasm, Has God abandoned us? That is crazy. That is not possible. Is the Lord not in Zion? These are confident words of a people so assured of their own security that they laugh at the words of this teenage prophet with his words of doom and gloom. But the thing is, everything that this teenager prophesied came to pass. And so this question, is the Lord not in Zion, becomes a haunting A historical echo that begs the question, did God abandon us? I wonder if you have ever felt like God is abandoning you. If you felt like surely this loss or this change, this pain, it can only happen if God is inflicting it upon me. I wonder if you've ever resonated with these words from Jeremiah were that my head were water, my eyes a font of tears that I might weep day and night for the slain of my poor people. Jeremiah is in profound lament. Lament for himself and lament for his whole people, his whole nation a communal identity, a communal fate. It doesn't matter that the poor and the vulnerable are not responsible for their own neglect. They too are left to wonder, has God abandoned us? Jeremiah's lament is haunting today. Reading these prophecies, I have felt indicted over and over again for the ways I participate in a society that like Jeremiah's, freely benefits from choosing to ignore the laments of our own young prophets. But lament is a curious thing. Lament is quite the opposite of numbness. Lament is quite the opposite of apathy. Lament, as arduous, as heavy as it is, lament is part and parcel of love. Lament is not stewing in our own feelings, unable to act, unwilling to move. And I do want to be clear, feeling numb or feeling overwhelmed are, of course, normal parts of the human experience, and most especially when we are experiencing grief. But lament is something different from grief. Grief is the love we have for people or pets or places when they are gone or gone from us. Lament in Jeremiah is the evidence that God has not abandoned the people. Lament shows those that shows us that there are those who still wait on the Lord, those who have faith enough to stand up and say something is wrong and we must speak out, we must do something. In the words of a beloved teacher of mine, Father Katangale, lament is the heart of hope. Lament is a witness to what the powers of oppression in this world want unseen. Lament is naming the truth when the powers of oppression in this world want the truth locked in a cage. Lament may not prevent the oncoming crisis of a warming planet. Lament will not find a safe home for every refugee. Only God can set the world to right. But lament says we believe it is still possible to see God moving in a fragile and fractured world. And lament says we can still take action to love and care for the land and love and care for each other. Lament is the heart of hope because lament shows that we still care and that we still believe through God all things are possible. Because the thing is, these words were that my head were water and my eyes, a font of tears that I might weep day and night. These words, we're we're not sure who's speaking them. It might be Jeremiah, but it also might be God through Jeremiah. God lamenting that there are not enough tears in creation for the lament God feels for God's own people. God lamenting for what we have done and God lamenting for what we have left undone. And what land needs most when it is cracked with famine and drought is not so different from what we need when we are cracked with lament, water, tears. God's lament, God's fount of tears, these are the refreshment, the salve, the source of life in the desert. Lament, then, is the healing that the land and the people need. God's tears are the waters that end the drought. This is the hope of lament. We have to be brave enough to choose to trust that God is always here, that God never abandons us. However much we may wonder, however much we may feel that the world will never be right, God is always with us. Amen.